Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless, skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one-pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. John and Ken Show, John Cobalt, Ken Shampoo, KFI, AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Well, welcome everybody. We're, well, it was really one big story on the show today, and that's a dog rescue out of the L.A. River. It was exciting. Heart, heart-wrenching. Looking at some of the close-ups now of the dog. Yeah, it definitely has a shepherd head. They, they, <laughs> it's like they took a rope and tied it around its nose to make a muzzle because it was a little hostile. Uh, big, too. I mean, wide. Um, this all began just after 2 o'clock. We heard Steve Gregory's report at the top of the hour that it could be, it could be a homeless woman and her dog were in the L.A. River, and whoop, here comes the surge. Here, Well, as we saw, there's almost no way to get into the L.A. River unless you've gone down there and created an encampment. You can't just casually jump into that river. It's It's got a high wall. And then there's a, a fence above well, the wall. I would wall. guess that this morning it wasn't a river. There was nothing right. until it started raining. Right. So you, so they probably she was living down there. There's a lot That's of camps. That's what I'm thinking. It was a place where she thought she could hang out and maybe didn't realize that this much rain was coming this quickly. It's not a river much of the time. It's or a wash. Really think about these things. So and it's just she and her dog got swept away. So they come 
to rescue them, and apparently the woman uh, decides to uh, decline because she's holding on to the dog and she couldn't do both. But eventually they rescue her, and the dog floats downstream where a man jumps in to attempt the rescue of the dog, and uh, he ends up in distress too, although he gets a hold of the dog. He held it for a while, yeah, and I'm thinking that the where he was, the current was pretty strong, and the water's cold, and that's an 85-pound German Shepherd mix that's fighting and struggling. And he did he on. get bit too? Did I hear? I don't know. I, I I hadn't heard. Because after they rescue him, a couple of the rescuers do get a grip on the dog, but the dog bites them, and they kind of just give up. It's like uh, I saw the guy actually signal, "Take me up." Yeah. <laughs> so then the dog continues to float down river for quite a while. A lot of times, though, it was very shallow, and the dog was able to kind of walk. Now the dog was not cooperative. Uh... Uh, they had to, they had to work to strangers. Yeah, but and, and that's why he, he kept running away every time he ran up on those uh, on those rescuers. He turned around. Well, the dog's <laughs> living on the streets. I mean, he doesn't he doesn't yeah. know well, what's right and what's wrong. That's what I mean. That that's a tough existence for a dog. So he's probably uh, hardened and suspicious yeah. and had to deal with threats and is very protective of the woman. So he was desperately trying to get back upriver to, to be with her again. Or something. I I think that he saw the rescuers ahead and doesn't like strangers and was trying to avoid them for a while. He, but uh, eventually they corralled him and they used one of those long sort of rope muzzle things that they get around the neck. Because they realize you can't just grab this dog, it's going to bite you. So they treated it like a hostile stray on the streets. And they corralled it and muzzled it and uh, took it into custody. Where we understand it's fine. The woman's fine too. The rescuer is fine too. Everybody lived. Happy ending. Disney movie. I was I was telling Deborah, I go, she she was all upset how this was gonna end. I said, Well, you know, life, life is not a movie. There isn't always a happy ending. Well, and now it didn't look good for the dog for a and, while. And I feel bad for doubting the rescuers. So I want to thank them because they are heroes. They they yeah. had a plan. I wasn't yeah, sure you were exactly. Second guessing I was. But Where here, are they? Well, because here's the thing. We're watching TV coverage, Ken, right? And so we I didn't see those people. I'm sitting there going, Okay, come on, where are you guys? All I'm seeing is this poor dog struggling in the river. And it just seemed after the the man who who rescued the dog, right? It's once he was rescued and the dog got away, it just seemed that everybody sort of forgot about the dog. But that was not the case. No, they had camped out. They had a plan where uh, another uh, drainage channel merged with the main one, and that's how they accessed the main LA River channel. And they they set up uh, like some some kind of a blockade, and they had several men, and they were waiting for the dog to float to them. But then the dog, he hit a uh, like a dry spot on the right edge. It was very shallow and actually just turned dry. And he was walking on the cement. And every time he got there, he saw the rescuers and then turned around and took off in the other direction and kept running up against the, the heavy current. Right. So, all right. So there you go. That was today's drama. Was exciting. We needed a happy ending, don't you think? I mean, we needed a story like that with a oh. happy ending. We didn't really need the after, story, after the but we needed the ending. Oh, after the trauma of the Oscars last night, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and about that, well, during the show, uh, news was made there, too. Uh, Will Smith has posted a statement to Instagram and apologized to Chris Rock. Yeah. Uh, you want to hear it? Sure. Violence in all of its forms is poisonous and destructive. My behavior at last night's Academy Awards was unacceptable and inexcusable. 
Jokes at my expense are a part of the job, but a joke about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear, and I reacted emotionally. I would like to publicly apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line. I was wrong. I'm embarrassed. My actions were not indicative of the man I want to be. There is no place for violence in a world of love and kindness. <laughs> I would also like to apologize to the Academy, the producers of the show, all of the attendees, Deborah Mark, and everyone watching around the world. Thank you, Will. <laughs> I would like to apologize to the Williams family and my King Richard well, family. I deeply regret that my behavior is stained would have been an otherwise gorgeous journey for all of us. That's the thing. You you had this. You this... want to hear his last line? What? I am a work in progress. Sincerely. What, what, how old is he? Like 53 or something? He is in his 50s, yes. Okay. I mean. I think Rock is 57. He's 53, I think. Yeah, so ages. 53 years old. You still don't know it's uh, a bad thing to storm the Oscar stage and punch somebody on live TV. His woman was insulted. Yeah. Uh, don't you defend yeah. your wife? Guys do that when they're when they're 15 years old. Hmm. A joke. A comedian's joke. Be different if Chris Rock came down and smacked her. Then I can see it. But really a joke? And for more on this, you're going to have to tune in to Jada Pickett-Smith's podcast yeah sure that's what i'm gonna do with my time. table red table talk but but you know he was he was representing that film about venus and serena williams and their dad i mean that was that was the glory of the night for the for the williams family yes i and everybody you know it's that's completely overwhelmed and everybody else no one's going to remember who's best picture nobody's going to remember any of the other other awards no I, I was just, it's incredibly selfish act. I, I just, I just, I really, the more I think about it as time goes on, it's like, my God, what an angry, violent lunatic. And if that was a white actor, like imagine Mel Gibson, right? Cause he's, he's got more than one screw loose. I could see somebody like him running up and smacking a comedian who made a Mel Gibson joke. Imagine he, he, he's the one who clocked Chris Rock. Well, it would it would have been you know the racist story of the century. But when Will Smith went back to the party, he got a standing ovation. I think it was the Vanity Fair party. That was it. All the other uh, idiot actors and directors, they were all giving him a a big round of applause for what? But so then the again, Academy has announced they're investigating, and they do not condone any violence of any form. Twenty years ago, they get they gave a a standing ovation to Roman Polanski. And everybody knows that he was raping teenage girls. So I don't know what they're... That's the thing is, these are all woke heads. And then you look at the people they celebrate and and what triggers a standing ovation. I don't know. They're really effed up people. That whole Hollywood crowd, they're really screwed up. They're, they're These are crazy people. And they, they expect some kind of deference because they can act. Well, then stop watching, but apparently... Well, I didn't watch this one. They moved the audience from 10 million to 15 million, which isn't really grand, but that's a 50% increase. Well, it wasn't over the Will Smith thing, I don't think. That happened oh, really no. Late. You know, that but was... I'll bet you that came late in the show, but I'll bet you that led to a buzz and probably people started on social media and people yeah. tuned in for the last half hour there yeah. more. And they might have seen his uh, ridiculous acceptance speech. Which they normally do anyway, because that's when the real awards come, is the last half hour, so... That's what a lot of people do. All right, coming up next, Ukraine, Russia. Oh, no, it looks like an oligarch who's described as a dissident. He apparently was not happy with Putin and his invasion of Ukraine. 
He may have suffered a poisoning of some sort. That and more coming up. John and Ken Show, KFI. John and Ken Show, John Cobell and Ken Shampoo, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right, well, making news today in Russia versus Ukraine. A couple of things. Ukraine says they're taking back some of the territory that's been held by Russia. There's also, again, reports that there are talks ongoing and that the Ukrainians, the Ukrainian president, Vladimir Zelensky, would accept some form of neutrality for his country. The Russian counter that floated out over the weekend is that Putin is thinking more of the idea of North and South Korea, that perhaps Ukraine be divided with a part that's controlled by the Ukrainians. The other part would be under Russian puppet leadership. So I think that will be rejected out of hand, but that is one of the things that's floating out there. Meanwhile, you may have heard about the oligarchs. These are, of course, the very wealthy Russians who have benefited, a lot of them, from Putin being in charge because he's helped drift a lot of business their way to make them so wealthy that they buy large, very expensive yachts. Or how about a football team? Soccer. How about Chelsea? The Chelsea Football Club? The owner of that club is a man by the name of Roman Abranovich. Well, uh, apparently a couple of weeks ago, he went to a meeting in the Ukrainian capital of Kiev, trying to act as a peacemaker. And following the meeting, along with two senior members of the Ukrainian team, he developed symptoms that included red eyes, painful streaming eyes, as well as the peeling of the, of the skin on the face and the hands. The skin is peeling off? That's the reports. He accepted the Ukrainian request to help negotiate an end to the Russian invasion. Quote, he also went blind for several hours and was treated at a hospital in Turkey. What kind of poison was that? Analysts at investigative news site Bellingcat confirmed that three members of the delegation, including Abramovich, attended the peace talks and experienced these symptoms consistent with poisoning with a chemical weapon of some kind. I wonder where they were when the chemical hit them. That's, were they all in a room together at a hotel? That's that's how because you do it was it, you it have was to just be very secretive, and you have to come up with a nice way to. And maybe so, you know they decided not to kill them, but to really scare them. So I, I so. guess I guess by being part of the peace talks, they uh, Putin felt he was a traitor yeah, they, because they he also considered him a dissident. He disagrees with his own government. I and he see. Went there, okay, you know. so so he, he he's well, getting punished would be the theory. No, yes. Oh no 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 wonder the latest round of uh, peace talks was on, was on Zoom. Well, oh, <laughs> the Ukrainians probably said, no, that's okay. Well, <laughs> but this guy Abramovich was not representing Russia. He just went there to see if he could find some things out to help a piece. Uh, no, I understand. But since he's considered a dissident, that's why he would get the uh, right the, the bad chemical greeting. Because it was him, another Russian entrepreneur, and the Ukrainian uh, prime minister mm-hmm. who were taking part of the negotiations. Um, it says here that uh, a source with direct knowledge said that Roman lost his sight for several hours. Oh. So it was temporary, I guess. We've heard about this guy because apparently the, the Chelsea football club is up for sale. There's already been bidders. And he was going to... Basically, the Brits said, uh, out with you. And he was going to spend uh, the proceeds from the sale, I think, to help the Ukrainians. That's what I heard, right. I think humanitarian help. I think it's down help. to just a few bidders, by the way. Uh, I can't remember. A couple, a couple of them were kind of interesting personalities. Um, 
a representative for Abramovich did confirm to the BBC that he did suffer these reported symptoms, but they didn't really want, want to talk anymore no. about the details of that. No. <laughs> um, it this says one, here on March is... 3rd, he drove, he had healed, he was in the peace talks in Kiev. He suffered poisoning symptoms. On March 4th, he was driven to Lviv and then Poland, but he still suffered symptoms, and then they took him to Turkey, Istanbul. This is why nobody, nobody speaks out publicly against Putin. I mean, Abramovich was one of the very few. He'll find you, won't he? And yeah, he finds you, and next thing you know, you've gone blind. Right. So uh -huh. there's, you know, so everybody just shuts up and, and goes along with the program. Because he doesn't care who he kills. I mean, he, this is like textbook psychopath. Whenever you hear that term, and, and it's not only don't they have a conscience about the violence that they're perpetrating, uh, they don't have any reluctance to using it, and um, they enjoy it. It actually makes them happy. They get pleasure out of seeing people suffer and die. Ooh. And as alien as that is uh, to almost all of us, the, uh, it, it's, a, it's a real thing. It's why he's he's capable of doing this. If he actually had the same brain structure and receptors that we do, obviously none of us would do this. I mean, some people can't even can't even step on a fly, but he's willing to kill hundreds of thousands of Ukrainians, and he's willing to poison people that he knows well with these weird chemical agents. It's because he gets pleasure out of it, and, and there's absolutely no regret and there never will be no matter what happens to him he's never even going to have a deathbed moment saying oh maybe i shouldn't have done that he'll be justifying it to his last breath now meanwhile uh president biden mm, appeared before the u.s media today he's returned from poland where he made that speech on saturday which concluded with what most people thought was oh well here's the quote for god's sakes this man cannot remain in power his reference to yeah, Putin. There's there's no way to misinterpret that. He cannot um, remain in power. The term okay. regime change immediately started trending. And uh, yeah, the White House said that's not what he meant. We have this audio. Do, I mean, do they understand again, is, that when, when they come out and say that's not what he meant, nobody believes it anymore? Of course. Yeah. That's why he's told to stick to the script, but and, sometimes and, he doesn't. And he came out today and basically said, well, that is what I meant. Well, that's what we're going to play. Uh, good old Fox News is Peter Ducey tried to corner him on not only that quote, but a couple of others and the whole idea of uh, walking back what the president's been saying. Here is the audio from today. World wants to know a lot. I know you're going to ask a really nice question. Well, it's, it's an important question, no, I think. Are you worried? that other leaders in the world are going to start to doubt that America is back if some of these big things that you say on the world stage keep getting walked back. What's getting walked back? It made it sound like, just in the last couple of days, uh, it sounded like you told U.S. troops they were going to Ukraine. It sounded like you said it was possible the U.S. would use a chemical weapon, and it sounded like you were calling for regime change in russia and we know none of the three occurred none of the three occurred. none of the three mr president you, you interpret the language that way i was talking to the troops we we're talking about helping train the troops in that are the the ukrainian troops that are in no, poland no. that's with the context i sat there with those guys for a couple hours that's what we talked about 
So when you said you're going to see when you're there, you were not intending. I to was see referring this. to with meeting with and talking with the uh, Ukrainian troops who were in Poland. And when you said a chemical weapon use by Russia would trigger a response in kind, it will trigger a significant response. What does that mean? I'm not going to tell you. Why would I tell you? You got to be silly. The world wants to know. The world wants to know a lot of things. I'm not telling them what the response would be. Then, then Russia knows the response. Boy, oh boy. So there you go. So he, he, he's the only reporter that, at least on a consistent yeah, basis, challenges Biden. The, the, the rest of them are woke suck-ups. So yeah. he either doesn't remember what he said uh, or he just openly lies about it. Or, you know, he's just constantly uh, changing his mind. He's got a different opinion on a different day. None of those answers are good. And, and you know what's interesting now is so when he says something, is he giving U.S. policy or his own opinion? And when he says something and his staff retracts it, well, who's in charge? Did they overrule him? Or or do they think he is had for, for, has, has a bad memory? Has no consistency in his opinions? Is lying? I mean... When Biden comes and sits down, do they have an argument? And they said, well, you can't say that. We're going to go and correct it. Does he say, okay, go and correct it? Or he says, no, no, I meant what I said. And they go, well, we're going to correct it anyway. So, again, who's making the decisions? Whose policy is it? His opinion? The opinion of uh, the top staff members? I I don't understand. And and what are other leaders supposed to make of this? Because he blurts stuff out and nobody knows if it's real. Wait, wait an hour, wait a day, and uh, someone is going to come out and say, no, no, it's the opposite. He said today that it was he was ex- just expressing an aspiration, not a goal of American but, foreign policy. You know, so when you... When People you, like him shouldn't be running countries, but they do. When you have somebody in, in, in serious cognitive decline, this is what life is like. This is what life is like. Anybody who's got like an old uh, mother and, and father, and you end up in an argument with them every day. Oh, I didn't say that. Oh, I didn't want that. No, no, you're, you're, you made that up. I didn't say that. I said, okay. That's what happens. Well, he denied all three. And by the way, the one with the troops, I mean, we had the goods on that. Biden, we played it on Friday, basically told the troops uh, that you know, there's heroic people like women standing in front of tanks. And you'll see that when you go there. It's like, what mm-hmm. else could he mean but go into there, Ukraine? Because there is nothing. Now it's like, no, no, no. They're going to stay and talk to the Ukrainian troops in Poland. There is no in- other interpretation. He's saying stuff that's crazy. Because he's got no control over what he blurts out. He doesn't know what he's saying while he's saying it. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. John and Ken Show. John Cobell, Ken Shampoo, KFI, AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right, well, uh, it's time to delve into Washington, D.C. politics. Oh, and by the way, quick note. Pretty soon, the FDA is going to say if you're 50 or older, you should get a fourth uh, vaccine shot. I don't think many people are. Or a second coronavirus vaccine booster. Whenever it comes up, I notice in conversation, most people are going, I don't know about a fourth. Yeah, I think it's going to get shrugged off. People, I mean, uh, people even are Even the first booster didn't get a lot of... Uh, no. Didn't get... I did, did it hit 50%? I forget. I saw a number and I, I forget. I don't think so. No. That 50% who were eligible for the third shot, that's about all that, I, that went for I, it. I think people are vaccined out. Yeah, I just... Moving on. Uh, there is a congressman, 
you know, his name came up a couple of weeks ago on the show, and I can tell you why in a moment. David Madison Cawthorn. He was elected to represent a district in North Carolina in 2020. Look at that. He, I didn't notice he succeeded Republican Mark Meadows. You know who that is? Um, <laughs> that was Trump's uh, chief of staff yes, during the, the insurrection, right? right? <laughs> um, that, that district. <laughs> they, they supply it's a little uh, unusual, huh? Yeah. Uh, he, he's only 26. And he's made news. A couple of weeks ago, he got in the news because he was basically saying that Zelensky's corrupt. He had a lot to say about the Ukrainian president. But he's in the news today for a different reason. And apparently he was on a podcast where he was asked about the fictional Showtime show called House of Cards, which I did watch, was it the first two seasons with the disgraced Kevin Spacey? It was around 2015, that show? Yeah. And it's, it's, it's ruthless. I mean, uh, this is a man that aspired to be president and did eventually become president, but there would be nothing he would do. Or wouldn't do. I mean, murder, everything. Oh, sex, about, drugs, everything. about the Clintons? That was uh, right. And apparently, I think Bill Clinton once said that there's a lot of truth to... Uh, yeah, to I, I saw that quote. He said he, he actually met with Kevin Spacey and told Spacey, 99% of what's in your show is true. The 1% that isn't true is we'd never be able to get an education bill passed that quickly. Oh. Implying that all the rest of the dirt... <laughs> And corruption and sex. Yeah, that's all That's all right on. The podcast is called Warrior Poet Society. Mm -hmm. um, he was asked by the host, John Lavelle, about House of Cards. Was that a fictitious show, do you think, now that you've been in D.C. for a while, or is it closer to a documentary? Here's part of the answer. The only thing that's not accurate in that show is that you could never get a piece of legislation about uh, about education passed that quickly. And everything else is good. Uh, aside from that, I mean, the sexual perversion that goes on in Washington, I mean, it, being kind of a young guy in Washington, remember the average age is probably 60 or 70. And I look at all these people, a lot of them that I, I, you know, I've looked up to through my life, I've always paid attention to politics, guys that, you know, it, then all of a sudden you get invited to, like, well, hey, we're going to have kind of a, a, a sexual get together at one of our homes. You should come. And I'm like, what, what, what did you just ask me to come to? Yeah. Uh, and then you realize they're asking you to come to an orgy. Yeah. Uh, or, or the fact that, you know, there's some of the people that are leading on the movement to try and remove, you know, addiction in our country. And then you watch them do, you know, a key bump of cocaine right in front of you. Hmm. I believe that. So I, I think that's I think that's the only reason these guys run for office. So they can. Uh, they can I, that's why I picked this story, because I knew you would love the fact oh, that I, somebody that. I, I think that's what goes on there. It's just a lot of sex and 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 drugs and. These are a bunch of old perverts. That's mm. why there's just a little bit of truth in the QAnon uh, paranoia. Oh, you oh you mean about the the pizza gate? Well, yeah, that the you know that there's a lot of sexual deviance in Washington. Sure, uh, Jeffrey Epstein provided a little bit of truth, but uh, I I think those guys are are mostly all disgusting. I don't think they care about any of the legislation. I think they're all role playing, right? They have this great dramatic arc where you have the one side and the other side, and you have the issues, and they fight over the issues. But actually, very little gets done, very little changes, but they all get to stand and pontificate, and they spend a third of their time, third of their time fundraising.
And fundraising means they go to breakfast, lunches, cocktail parties, dinners, late nights. And there's a lot of women. And there's a lot of women who get turned on by the power. And I don't care how old, ugly, wrinkled, and gnarled you are. If you are chairman of some powerful Senate committee, you got you got a good-looking blonde. And and so they and they do drugs. And that's that's what that's what rules Washington. And they all they have, most of them get corrupted there. Even if they start out young and innocent, idealistic. That, that's the culture. And and if you don't go along with it, then you're not part of the you're not in. You're isolated. You're alone. You're a weirdo geek. Yeah, everything's like high school over and over again. Now, I don't know how relevant this is, but he's in a wheelchair. He got into an accident. He's apparently uh, getting medical payments from the uh, lawsuit. And Permanently uh, in a wheelchair? Yeah, it looks that way. Yeah. Right. Um, well, he's maybe got he a wife. Maybe, or, he can't, well, maybe he really feels isolated then because he can't play along. His wife looks like they may have divorced, but she was an, an American fitness model, athlete, fitness instructor. Holy mackerel, what a picture that is of Christina. But uh, one story I'm looking at says they may have gotten divorced after less than a year of marriage. Mm. But uh, this I, is one... Um, he's not wrapped too tight. Yeah, it says he's been accused of sexual misconduct by several women. He's got some speeding citations, and he may have attempted to board a plane with a gun in 2021. Sexual misconduct? Speeding? Boarding up all from the wheelchair? Wow. <laughs> well, you can, you, can, you can drive a car even though you're in a wheelchair. I know, but that's just it's a lot of drive there towards the women. Well, yeah, he was pulled over just a few weeks ago, charged with driving with a revoked license for the second time. <laughs> Busy guy. He's only twenty six. He's already gone through a, a, a one year marriage. Yeah, and he's, wow. he, 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 he's and he says he, crazy stuff too. He's, yeah, he accused the Ukrainian government of pushing woke ideologies, yeah. which is what got this whole thing uh, got him in the news a couple of weeks ago. Speaking of wheelchairs, did you see Liza Minnelli at the end of the show last night? Yeah, she's read the best picture. Yeah, well, I I didn't know she's, she was. Uh, uh, I just saw that headline a couple weeks ago on one of the tabloid websites that she's in a wheelchair or she was seen in a wheelchair going into. She a was restaurant. trembling. Badly. She looked like she had Parkinson's the way she was shaking. Oh. I, I don't know that she does, but it's, that's to look it at. I was no. I, yeah, startled I by I, that. I didn't look up that story, but I saw it a couple of weeks ago that uh, she was... Oh, here's the headline. Liza Minnelli Health. Um, not good. It says, what hell? Uh, yeah, well, not good. Uh, viral encephalitis, which causes brain inflammation. Oh. Uh, this story is from January. She was treated for viral encephalitis. Yeah, that's she nasty. She was told at some point she may not walk or talk ever again, but she did talk last night, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the whole brain uh, gets inflamed. 73, apparently. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken Show, KFI. John and Ken Show, British tabloid, The Sun. I don't know if you saw this. No, what? As uh, dug up a clip of Will Smith about uh, 10 years ago, there was a Ukrainian reporter... A prankster named Vitaly Zediak, and he tried to hug and kiss Smith on the red carpet. Oh. And uh, got a, a backhanded slap to the face for oh, it. Oh, he's a slapper. Right. So it's, uh, it's his, uh, and he spoke out. Uh, he said, uh, uh, he said, Will Smith's audience are mostly tough men. And he was trying to be super protective and prove that he's a real man. But he has a violent temper, and I'm sure he realizes what he's doing. Yeah. 
because he's already been a victim of uh, that kind of smacking. Uh, apparently today, again in Sacramento, I didn't know this was coming back around, uh, there was another attempt to give California motorists a gas tax holiday. This is Kevin Kiley, the assembly member who's actually running for Congress. He got the bill in front of the Transportation Committee. It died. <laughs> However, according to this report, uh, I guess they kind of gutted it and turned it into something else. A new vehicle fuel windfall profits tax on the oil companies. There you go. They turned a tax cut into a tax increase. That's right. Because Eight to four, it passed. The new version passed the Transportation Committee. Because they, I don't think they can submit any new bills for the coming year. The deadline passed. Uh-huh. But what they could do is gut an existing proposed bill and then amend it. looks like it. what they did from they, this Twitter they, report I'm looking at. They could replace it with... Something unrelated. A windfall profits tax. Right. Because we all hate the oil and gas company, right? We, right. Uh, so, uh, uh. Meanwhile, Google, <laughs> Google, the tech world, apparently they had a very contentious uh, online meeting with employees over compensation. One of the big issues is that uh, Google is going to probably uh, tell people if you're going to work remotely, we're probably going to reduce your pay. We're going to adjust it to compensation in line with the local market where you are living. So if you're no longer coming to Silicon Valley, where it's very expensive to work, but you're going to be in Wyoming, I guess. You're gonna, yeah, you're going to take a big pay cut. That didn't go over well. There were also reports that some people were upset over the bidets. You know what? I couldn't believe this story. That heated bidets are being removed from the restroom at Google's headquarters in Mountain View. And that also didn't sit well with a number of employees. And I'm, I'm looking at these tweets, and I clicked on them to see they were they, that they were real. These uh, some people actually posted this, and yeah, these 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 Google loons are upset that Google's removing the bidets, and and they're heated, right? So these people wanted to thought they should have as a free perk for working a toilet where they could sit and do their business, and then sit and get automatically cleaned. Have you ever been on a heated seat toilet? Yeah. It's, it's nice. I was oh, at a no. hotel. B- bidets are wonderful. Like a lot of the Japanese make these very uh, that, automated toilets. That's where I first encountered one of these. Oh, the bidet. Yes. We, we went to Japan once, yes, in the hotel. It was Sat very on the soothing? Oh, it was very soothing, and uh, there was a, a, a lot of adjustments you could make in terms mm. of the uh, temperature of the water, the intensity of the flow, the direction. Oh yeah, there were there were many uh, many control knobs to work. I mean, I was there for about a half an hour. I like these tech geeks. One person wrote, "The removal of bidets in my office is my number two issue with RTO." You got to guess what RTO is. No, return to office. <laughs> They're like Newsom. They like to abbreviate and use all sorts well, of little. It, it takes so long to write "return to office," so you have to do a stupid. Well, if acronym. you have to text, yes, because. <laughs> Texting's annoying, and if you can cut it short with just using three letters instead Boy, of three I, words. These are really spoiled little toddlers. I always wondered, the, the coddled generation, you know, that that everybody got trophies, right? Nobody, nobody ever won or lost. The whole self-esteem movement. What kind of adults would they become? And they went to college, and that's where they encountered all these horrible microaggressions that got them so emotionally upset. And now they're in the workforce, 
and they're freaking out publicly. Could you imagine? Could you imagine like your dad, my dad complaining that my dad complaining that they didn't have a bidet in his factory? A heated bowl. A heated bowl. Yeah. I mean, these are really soft, silly, foolish little people. They really are. They're really embarrassing to the human race. Company makes a lot of money. They want their share. <laughs> Eated bidets. Eated bidets. Come on. You even oh gave it your thumbs up. Oh, no, I know, but I wouldn't, like, uh, freak out and publicly protest. No. Not that this place is uh, going to be installing heated bidets anytime no, soon. No, we just have those bare old prison toilets. Conway's here. I got to tell you hey something. Hey, now. Hey, now. I got to tell you something. So, so last night, I missed m- most of the Oscars, including the Will Smith thing. Me too. Because I was watching your movie last night. Is that right? That's right. Oh, ding dong, buddy. I, we, had, we had seen a little bit of it. A few weeks ago, then you know something interrupted it. We finally got back to it last night, and anyway, you were you were great. Thank in, you, in your, sir. In your role, and I, it just hit me. It's like, oh my god, he's in an, an Academy Award nominated Best <laughs> Picture movie, right. and then the movie itself was great. Yeah, it was unbelievable. It touched right? me like I hadn't been in years from a movie. I mean that that was my time too. Yeah, right. Me too. And and and, and Jersey is similar to the San Fernando Valley. It's right. just endless suburbs. You're bored out of your mind, and you start getting involved in all kinds of stupid stuff. Right. That's and so it. I really, I really connected with it. It was the, it was the greatest movie for guys and gals who were in there. You know, between forty-five and sixty-five. Yeah. You know, because for two hours, you know, you forgot about it was pre nine eleven. It was pre, you know, uh, Columbia and Challenger. It was pre war in, you know, Ukraine. It was right. all of that yeah. stuff. And and it was just people, you know, guys and girls, you know, together, you know, busting each other's balls and having fun. Yeah, no, it's a really really cool yeah. movie. Oh, that's cool. By the way, while uh, you know uh, Paul Anderson was up for uh, you know best picture, best director, uh, best screenplay, and all that stuff, and <laughs> a friend of mine called and said, "Hey, are you going?" I said, "Going." I said, uh, I'm not even watching. <laughs> and he says, where are you? I said, I'm at Home Depot. <laughs> Home Depot. Home Depot. Here's, a, here's a, a, a tip for everybody. Home Depot is still full during the Oscars. Gelson's is not. <laughs> Gelson's yeah. is empty. Well, I was at Ralph's. It was pretty busy there. Is that right? Yeah, yeah Ralph's will be busy. Before we watched the movie, I went to Ralph's. <laughs> right. uh, Jason Nathanson's coming on to talk about, uh, I guess there was something that happened in Will Smith last night. I don't know. We'll uh, get into that. With the Will Smith, uh, Chris Rock uh, deal. And then that that uh, that dog today, you guys describing that dog, it made me go home and flip the TV on. <laughs> you know, I didn't realize that dog went from in the in the L.A. River from Van Nuys all the way to uh, Radford. Yes. I mean, that's unbelievable. That's a long paddle. That's six miles. I know. You know? And and, and did it pretty quickly, too. It was right. five to ten mile per hour current. That's what really carried it. Yeah, he was moving right along, right? That, that's a great dog, man. That's a, a really cool dog. A lot of energy in him. Let's call him Ding Dong. <laughs> but you know what? That dog's lucky that he was in the in the, in the L.A. River in the United States. A lot of other countries, you see a dog in the river, yeah. you know, good night. You know, <laughs> forget about yeah, it. Yeah, we're not jumping in there, no. please. <laughs> yeah. But we're crazy here in this country, right? You, you we'll might... risk nine guys' lives to save this I know, dog. I know. All right, Conway, coming up next. The Hollywood star. Crozier's got news. KFI, KMST, HD2, Los Angeles, Orange County, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. 
or visit buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one-pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Got menopause? We've got you. Hi, Jackie here, founder of ExoJackie. Feel supported throughout your menopause journey and beyond with our organic protein powders and symptom relief boosts. Formulated to keep bones and muscles strong, ExoJackie products help reduce bloating, hot flashes, and weight gain. Enjoy 20% off with promo code EXOPODCAST. Shop now at exojacqui.com. Made for women by women. Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10 times points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter.